Welcome to Don't Hold Back podcast. It's a transformational coaching journey. Uh, I would like to start with one of my favorite uh, coaching principles. Each person we meet is our teacher and student. I'm your host, Ichiko Batmung. I'm an entrepreneur and professional mindset and life coach. So I help women to overcome doubts, fear of rejection and failure and limiting beliefs so they can tap into their power and attract the abundance of love and wealth. I will be interviewing amazing life coaches and also their transformational journey as well. The purpose of the podcast is to introduce a coaching journey, what benefit you can get uh, when you hire a coach, either one-on-one or group coaching, and why you should invest in yourself. So you can, um, you can get inspired, take actions accordingly. Today's guest is Rolanda Sumner. She is retired uh, U.S. Army veteran and CEO and founder of Life After Service Tran- uh, Transitional Coaching LLCA. Rolanda enlisted in the U.S. Army National Guard in 1995 and retired in 19, uh, I'm sorry, 2015. During her career, she was an admin clerk and heavy vehicle operator and human resource manager. She served as a both transitional, traditional National Guard uh, soldier and, and as an active guard reserve soldier. And uh, stationed Massachusetts, South Carolina and Af- Afghanistan. She is an Associate Certificate Coach, it stands for ACC, Y, International Coaching Federation and Certified Professional Coach, CPC, and Energy Leadership Index Master Practitioner. So welcome to Rolanda. Hi. Hi. How are you doing? Good. (laughs) Thanks for having me. You're welcome. How are you doing today? I am good. Today is a very good day. Awesome. Well, it's Friday. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's like <laughs> at the end of the week. So yeah, thank you for being uh, on my podcast. I really appreciate it. Um, I would like to start with, uh, you know, your transformational journey and how did you get and end up with uh, doing uh, coaching and before you even start the coaching journey as well. Um, so I start thinking, well, in the military, as leaders, you you generally do some form of coaching with your soldiers, and I was pretty good at it, mm-hmm. and I liked it. Um, and then I started, you know, I retired. I started my own business. And during business, I was doing skincare, but I wasn't talking about skincare. I was trying to encourage and motivate women veterans. Um, mm-hmm. And along the way, I discovered that the skincare business really wasn't for me. It was a hobby. I turned into a business, and I didn't do it with a lot of thought. Mm-hmm. So I closed that, and I created Life After Service Transitional Coaching, initially just to help women veterans start their own businesses. Because um, the misconception is that when we leave the military, we just want jobs. We don't want a business, and that's not true. Mm-hmm. My transformation came in when I started to work with both um, Ariel Renal, she's my my primary business coach, and with IPEC. Um, I was working with her, and she's like, well, you should try going to IPEC as your coaching school. And I looked into it, and I got in really quickly. 
And through the process, as you know, it's eight months, eight or nine months. And most of it is coaching. Like you have your academics and you have to practice, but a lot of it is coaching. Like you're, you're coaching for, from the time you start to the time you finish, you're doing like weekly coaching. And in that process, I've learned so much about myself. Um, I thought it was better than counseling. Not that you shouldn't go to counseling. <laughs> you know, I was going backwards and I was trying to fix things in the past. And with yes. coaching, it was take where I was presently and go forward. Mm. And so because of that, I've been able to make leaps in my business, in my personal life. Um, I'm a lot happier. You know, I'm able to feed into my marriage really well because I'm not unhappy. I'm happy with myself. And so I'm a better wife. I'm a better mom. Mm. Um, and I found ways to communicate with my family more effectively. So coaching has turned my life around and I wish I discovered coaching like in my twenties when I was still trying to figure it out and, you know, learn about myself. Um, but it's, it's amazing. Thank you for sharing, you know, I really feel the same way about coaching as well. Like uh, while I was in school, I'm actually still in the school, by the way. I'm uh, now I'm going um, to a module three soon. Um, oh, yeah, thank you. And just having you know the fellow coaches like coaching me, it's like it's amazing. And like you say, I'm learning so much about myself. You know who I am and what what do I want. And everything this is so good, and I'm I'm just so glad you shared that. <laughs> yeah, um, I module three is gonna blow your mind. It's absolutely amazing. So I'm um, I'm excited for you because it's gonna wrap everything up and bring it together. And you're like, oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. I cannot wait. Um, so throughout this, you know, coaching uh, journey, right? Uh, when you were getting a certificate, even maybe after, I don't, I, I don't know if you used to have a coach, personal coach. So my question is, what was your biggest breakthrough that you had? My biggest breakthrough, I had a couple of good ones. Okay, um, good ones. <laughs> yeah. Uh, those of you who don't know what gremlins are, they're basically the little person who has a tantrum in the back of your head when you're about to do something big. They tell you you're not smart enough, you can't do it. My <laughs> Yeah, same say more about the gremlins to audience because okay. I don't think people know about gremlin, what that is. So gremlins are one of about five things that hold you back from moving forward. Mm. And basically it's that inner voice inside you that's telling you negative things. So, and they usually pop out when you're about to make a big step forward, when you're about to learn something new, when you're about to push the walls of your comfort zone out a little bit more, then they have a tantrum. And the tantrum is bigger depending on how big the step you're taking. So if you feel like the next step you're taking in your life is tremendous, then the tantrum is going to be like ridiculous and you're going to almost be paralyzed. And all your gremlin is doing is protecting you from making mistakes that you have before. They're trying to like... They're having a tantrum and reminding you of all the stuff you messed up on so you don't make that mistake. And what you have to learn how to do, and you learn how to do this through coaching, is how to give it different language and different words. So instead of it saying you're not smart enough or you don't belong, you know, it's saying something different like you are smart, you do belong, I understand this is scary, we can go forward. 
So my two biggest gremlins were I didn't belong and I wasn't smart enough. I really thought I wasn't smart. And I always felt like I didn't belong. Like I didn't have enough money. I didn't have enough prestige. I, like I just never thought I was enough. And going, it took the whole eight months of me going through IPEC. And then finally at the end of module three, uh, probably a little bit after module three, something clicked. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I've been telling myself was wrong. <laughs> it was just like, wow, I am smart enough. No. Uh, it doesn't look like everybody else is smart, but I am smart enough. I have dyslexia and I've always thought I was stupid. Um, and then there was, there's times in my life where I was proving to myself that I'm not dumb, I'm creative. And so at the end of IPEC, I was like, okay, this makes sense now. It's like a light switch came on and I saw everything. And then when it came down to belonging, I've always thought I wasn't polished enough or I wasn't like, I didn't have enough status. And thankfully, when you're going through IPEC, you don't know what everybody else does until they open up in Mod 3. But somewhere around Mod 3, people start really talking about who they are and what they do. Mm. And I'm learning that a lot of people in IPEC are like C-suite um, professionals and, you know, they're high, they have high status, high ranking in the lives they live. And I was like, wait a minute, you guys are normal people. <laughs> <laughs> you feel the same way I do. Like you're seeing these these CEOs and vice presidents of departments with thousands of people uh -huh. and they're under them boohoo cry and snot bubbles and stuff because they felt the same way. <laughs> Everything oh. in perspective. Um, I do struggle with that from time to time, but usually my gremlin will pop up when I'm about to make a big jump. Like I'm about to make a big jump now. I'm in the middle of making a big jump and it, she pops out a little bit and then I give her new words and she's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for sharing. Oh my gosh. Um, it's just also like, I didn't realize one, one thing I didn't realize was that the, yes, I also do have a gremlin too. Okay. I'm a human being. And, <laughs> um, and uh, I didn't know that the gremlin comes up when when I about to make a decision, especially a big decision. I didn't know that. It's so good to know because I guess now I'm thinking. I guess I always make decision. Like literally, like my gremlin always always comes up. So guess what I did though. So I'm gonna mm -hmm. share with you this audience. I am. I'm not. You know. I'm not ashamed at all. So I got this tattoo. So it's actually the the other other way, but you, you know you can uh -huh. kind of like see it. So it's saying it says that I'm I'm enough. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, uh, my gremlins is like I just didn't feel like I'm good enough. Yeah. And that's a common feeling for a lot of people. And you'll notice when you start talking to your clients, um. And I, you've already started using, because you learn about gremlins in Mod 1, you already started using the techniques and stuff. Yeah. But you'll notice, start paying attention when their gremlin comes up, and then what stage of their being are they in? Like, are they about to do something new? Are they about to explore something? Is something scaring them? Mm -hmm. 
are they about to have a difficult conversation with someone who really intimidates them? Like, what is happening for that gremlin to come up? Because it's a way to protect yourself. Yeah, yep, yeah. You don't have to protect yourself until you're going into something new and it's yeah. or you're about to do something scary and you're like, oh my God. Yeah, totally, totally. I, uh, I, ever since that, I feel so good enough. And another thing, like, I'm, uh, there's a little heart in there, by the way. So, like, I, it, it, it kind of shows that I'm loud and I'm, I'm enough. <laughs> so cute. Yeah. Okay. Um, and next question. So, at what point you decided to become a life coach? What inspires you to become a life coach? So, um, I, I believe that life coaching is in all coaching because life and business and life and work and life, life intervenes in everything. You cannot separate the two. Yeah. Um, so I wasn't really looking to be a life coach. I was looking to help women veterans transition out of the military into civilian life so mm-hmm. that they would be more successful because the transition can be tricky. Um, and over time I have developed two sides of my business. So one side is, on the private side, I work with women veterans and I help them start their own businesses from scratch. Um, and I'm different than the SBA and SBDC because I actually help them. Like I take their hand and go through the process with coaching. So as you know, when you're starting your own practice, yeah. you get scared and you get nervous. You start holding yourself back. I help them get through that. On the other side, on the corporate side, I call it consulting because there's still misconceptions about coaching on the corporate side. And so I call it consulting, but what I do is I help organizations retain their veteran new hires. Corporations are spending millions of dollars on hiring veterans into the workforce, but then after they get hired, there's very little support for the veteran. And so that veteran leaves within the first year where these organizations are losing tons of money. So say you you make $30,000 a year and you leave within the first year, that organization just lost $10,000 and they're losing one to 2% of their overall, their entire business revenue because Mm -hmm. now they have to work with reduced productivity, poor morale, hiring someone else. Mm -hmm. So they're losing a lot of money when one person leaves. Um, And so I go in there and I help corporations fix that because veterans want to have jobs that they can stay at as well. We're not really so much caring we don't care so much if we like the job as long as we're happy with the people we work with and we can get paid well and stuff and the corporations are losing a lot of money so i found a way to help both sides veterans and the organizations save money so that's why i coach because it all it, a lot of it is about who you are in your core and everybody wants to, to fix things on the outside they want to fix their hair they want to fix their clothes you want to lose weight and stuff, but nobody wants to get down deep into the ugly that's inside, all the pain. They don't want to dredge that up and fix it and clean it up and move forward. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, to me, it makes sense why they don't do that because it's it's painful, you know, and uh, people avoid pain. Yeah. People do. Yeah. yeah it's Once you get through all that madness, you can do cr- amazing things. Like, I totally agree, doing- yeah. Yeah, you know, like once you're able to talk it out with somebody, a lot of times you sit down and you worked it out yourself. Mm-hmm. Coaches are not here to tell you to answer. We're here to help you think on your own and retrain your brain mm-hmm. so you think more effectively on your own. 
And so you're able to think through those hard problems in leadership, and you're able to think through your business issues, and you're able to think about crazy situations at home more yeah. effectively. We kind of retrain your brain yeah. to be more athletic, so to speak. Yeah, and I feel that too. Because um, uh, one thing I noticed is, though, like, I think, you know, there are, like, uh, probably, like, one or if not 5% of the people are successful, right? The rest are, aren't really. So if you think about it, I think that the, the people who are successful, they're the ones who embrace their pain and, and, and not giving up, you know? And even if it's painful, they just did it anyway. The people who... Anyway, this is my opinion. You, you, you uh, correct me. You know, you can give me your opinion as well if you like. Um, I think the people are just are afraid to to embrace that, and I think that's what they're what it what's uh what's holding them back. And what's holding them back is them them um themselves. Like me, for 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 example, me. Like I'm the one who hold myself back. So look at this. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm embracing it like all the way and like um yeah little by little though <laughs> step by step no rush yeah okay great great answer thank you um so there are a lot of also um people also call themselves as a coach life coach mm-hmm. and they're also like someone like us to certify it. Can you tell us the difference between certified life coach and uh, someone who just call themselves life coach? So coach happens to be a term that's been poorly used. Um, because before you actually get trained, you believe that advice, giving advice is coaching. And some people even think that it goes in the realm of mental health. And it doesn't. So let's break down the difference between everything. You have a mentor, you have a therapist or a counselor, and then you have a coach. Uh-huh. Um, the mentor has their agenda. Their agenda is to get you to a certain point. This, um, in, we'll go over consultant. To get you to a certain point, and in return, they want your compliance, and they also want you to feed them back information. And so that goes into the realm of sponsorship and such, but mentors, they have their own agenda. Everybody needs a mentor at some point, but they're going to give you information. You're going to go to them and say, I have this problem. They might throw in a dash of coaching, but they're going to be like, you're going to do these six steps. And what I want is you to actually do it. And I want you to come back and answer to me. And I want to know, I want some more information that's going to help me out in some way. Mental health professionals, clinicians, they take where you are right now and they go backwards to fix how you think about past pain and past issues. They are necessary. I think more people on this earth need to get counseling than actually do because if you can go back and fix some of the stuff or rethink about how you thought about your life in the past, Mm -hmm. they be stable and move forward. Coaches, we take where you are right now and we go forward. So what we want to do is take how you think right now, get you retrain your brain to think a little differently so you can propel forward. Our job is so we can look at a goal and you can come up with a goal and you come up with your own agenda and you come up with what you want to do. And then we talk through how you're going to get there. And if you get stuck and you have some limiting beliefs, um, then we can help 
work that out through conversation, but it's you, it's your agenda. So if you come into a coaching session, you're like, I don't want to talk about that today. Okay. We don't have to talk about it. Well, counseling or clinicians, they, their job, their agenda is to help fix you. How can we make you more stable? You know, do you need medication? Do you need more talk therapy? <clears throat> they have an agenda. Now let's talk about consulting. Consultant will tell you what to do. Now, good consultants who have a coaching background will coach you and will ask empowering questions and will get down to the nitty gritty and will have you make the decision. And But if you need some extra information, then we'll throw that in as well. Mm -hmm. But it's not to be confused. So coaching at its heart is helping someone on their agenda mm -hmm. get propel to forward to their future and their greatest potential. Mm -hmm. um, and we ask them in deep because a lot of people do things and they don't know why they're doing it the way they're doing it yeah. or how come they're triggered so easily or what their values are. We get down to that, but we stick to your agenda. What do you want to talk about? Yeah. What are your goals? And we don't think you're broken. We just want to help you get better, like be a better person. Correct. Did I explain that right? Oh, correct. Yeah. Well, thank you. I really like like your answer. I you think that's right. <laughs> no, it's all good. It's all good. You know. Um. Uh. I was just gonna say. Um. Yeah, these are great, you know, descriptions, but I was kind of more like asking, you know, so the, the kind of people also call themselves as a coach, you know. Uh, okay. So, yeah, that was kind of. Okay, so I'll say that real quick. Yeah. There's trained coaches and there are people who say they're coaches. The people trained coaches, they have a certification. It's They went to somewhere accredited. Most of the time, sometimes they didn't go to somewhere accredited. I highly suggest you go to an accredited organization or be trained by somebody who went to an accredited organization and you actually learn how to listen deeply and you ask empowering questions. The client should be doing most of the talking. For untrained coaches, they will give advice. Yeah, they won't listen. Totally. They won't go deep inside of it. They're just calling themselves a coach because it's a catchphrase. Yeah, correct. That's that's absolutely right. And with the uh certificate, you know, like uh, you are also like training. You have a practice with your fellow coaches and all of that. And once you get the certificate, you're ready to go and you're confident. You know what you're doing. You know it's different. But versus the other coaches are, like they're just kind of like doing it. <laughs> they think they know yeah. everything. Yeah, and they're like, oh, uh, I know what to do. Like I can help you. Like. Yeah, so it's, it's, a, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If they're trained and who trained them and, you know, find out more information about their coaching before you put down money. Yeah. And, yeah. It's important, yeah. So tell us about who do you help with what? Like, what's your niche and what's your specialty? So I have two niches. Um, awesome. I work with women veterans, aspiring women veteran entrepreneurs to help them start passion-based businesses based off of their values and their dream life and what they want. And the second niche is corporations who want to retain their veteran, their good veteran new hires. 
and their good veteran talent. That's great. So can you tell us like, uh, what do you think your client's pain point? Um, for the women veterans, their pain point is trying to figure out who they are outside of uniform. When they're out of the military, they're trying to figure out who they are, what they want to do. Is it okay to have their own values? Um, when you're in the military, it's a lifestyle and it's immersive. So you tend to adopt whatever your service tells you to adopt. So you can mm. get the job done, pay your bills. But when you get out, you're kind of left with this void. So their, their pain point is trying to figure out who they are without the uniform. In the corporate sector, my corporate clients, their pain point is keeping their veterans um, and reducing the hemorrhage of what like, slowing down the turnover rate so they can keep money. Mm-hmm. So that not spending a lot of money rehiring the same people. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I like that. Um, so why do people invest in themselves by hiring a coach? Why is it important? It is important because it's going to be, think of it this way, if you ever had an audacious dream, if you ever wanted to make millions, if you ever wanted to climb Mount Everest, you have someone there to help get you past that fear. So Bill Gates, um, anybody who is super successful in the traditional sense yeah. has had a coach yeah, along the way. Totally, they do. Every single person who's got ridiculous success, has had a coach. And they probably have several different areas and they probably keep one. So if you want to make big leaps in your life and you want to make major change, you just want to overhaul your life and do something amazing and great, get a coach. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, um, in the past, like I used to think that okay, the successful people, the uh, successful people are the one only can, can can get a coach, and what about the ordinary people? You know, that's how I used to think that. I feel like nowadays, like you know, anybody can have a coach too. You know, if you want to improve, if you want to change, if you want to succeed, um, you can have a coach. So it's it's accessible for you right now. So that's the beauty mm-hmm. of it. You know, you don't have to be like successful to have a coach. Matter of fact, you know, that's probably the spot you need to get a coach in when you're not successful. <laughs> get a coach. <laughs> yeah, yep, yep. So that's actually my next question. Um, even the coaches, we are all have a bunch of coaches too. I mean, like I have my personal coach. I have my business coach. Uh, I At least I have two. Um, <clears throat> what about you? And what is the, do you have? And what's the advantage of having um, uh, multiple coaches? So I have one main coach. She's my business coach, Ariel Renault. She does the, the, the Veteran Women podcast, and she does a whole bunch of other stuff. We, she, we work on projects together. Um, she's my main coach. We talk a lot. We're, we're friends and coaches, and we, we know how to like delineate. So sometimes I'm like, I need a coach, and other times I'm like, I need a girlfriend. That's um, very nice. <laughs> And then um, I've been working with another coach. She's like a corporate coach. Her name is Don Nichols with Brand Disco. And she's been able to help me craft my corporate message and develop programs that I can deliver with ease and that are really effective. Um, and I asked her because she ha- she knows the corporate sector like so well and has taught it. So she's able to say, okay, 
you know, asking empowering questions, but she also is like, okay, these are the three steps you need to take. So she's like coaching consultant. Um, and then from time to time, like I'll tap in, I have a friend, um, Michelle Joseph, um, and she's kind of like my spiritual coach on the side. Like if I call her, I'm like, I need a coach. And, um, she used Bible-based coaching. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I have a couple of other friends who are learning how to coach who I ask for, for help in different areas. But my main coach is Ariel Renal. That's amazing. Look at you. <laughs> <laughs> So, but yeah, can you tell us like a, the advantage of having a multiple coaches? So the way you're trained is you should be able to coach anybody in any industry. However, in real life, you really want to stick with the coach who has a background or some experience in what you need coaching in mm-hmm. because they understand the roadblocks you're going through. Um, they have, they've read books, they've gone through it themselves. And so when they're suggesting they provide suggestions to you. They're bringing information from an educated place and it makes it a lot better. It makes it easier. So they might ask you, Hey, can I offer this book suggestion to you? And it's in line with what you need. Mm. So a trained coach should be able to train you in any industry. However, to have that really, if you want to have a long-term relationship with your coach, you really should stick with someone who's going to help you in a specific Mm -hmm. area because at some point you're going to need them to kind of like lean and glean some inspiration from their own experience to help, help you dig deeper in a particular area. Thank you. That's a great answer. Thank you. So what legacy do you want to leave this world? I want every person on this planet, rich or poor to understand that the world is their oyster. The only thing that's stopping you is you. You can be as wealthy as you want. You can have as much as you want. You can literally do anything if you want. If money doesn't motivate you, fine. You can create the life that you want on your own terms and be happy and content. I want people to be able to wake up and say, this is what I want. And regardless of how other people feel about their accomplishments, they can confidently go forward with what they want. Beautiful. Wow. Love that. That's very true yeah. too. So uh, thank you so much. And where can we find you? So you can find me at lifeafterservicecoaching.com. Lifeafterservicecoaching.com. And you can also find me on LinkedIn at R-O-L-A-N-D-E-S-U-M-N-E-R, Rolanda Sumner, on LinkedIn. You have a website, right? Yes. Um, I mentioned that first, Life After Service Oh, coaching. that's your yeah. website. Okay, great. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to uh, list everything on, um, on here as well so everybody can see if they want to, if they're interested in hiring you or perhaps interested in. And I wonder, the last question, um, I wonder, you know, I'm sure there are a lot of people are interested in having you perhaps as, as a life coach, right? Um, do you have like a complimentary session they can like, you know, kind of try it out and, you know, and if this is a good match or a good fit? Yeah, so they can, um, and I'll share that link with you. If they want a business consultation or, um, or a strategy session, or they want, if they're a corporate client and they need help with veteran retention, look in the comment sections um and 
just click on the link and you can um, schedule a um, strategy session with me. That's awesome. Okay, well, that's great. Well, thank you so much for being on my podcast. I really appreciate it. Have a great day. You too. Thank you for having me. Bye. Bye.